It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our weekly look at the Detroit Tigers. I'm joined by Jason Beck. In fact, uh, Tigers lost two of three at home to a last-place Angels team and just seemed a little deflating given the chance to gain some ground on the Indians in the division. Yeah, this was uh, – really, this has been a – bigger picture a, a big stretch for them you know with 16 out of 19 at home this was one of the easier home series of the bunch on paper but uh, it, it seemed like after that Saturday game with the ejections with, uh, from uh, Mike Everett and the disputes over the strikes zone that uh, they just kind of it, it almost felt like it carried over even though they said it really made no difference for them on Sunday and uh, they ended up Kind of, uh, you know, getting overpowered in the uh, in the rubber match. Yeah, um, and this team needs the power. <laughs> I saw a note back that uh, Tigers are 20 games over 500 when they hit a home run, uh, 56 and 36. They are just 13 and 25 when they don't. Uh, you know, obviously, a lot of numbers, uh, a lot of those, a lot of teams have a, a, a split uh, when it comes to hitting a home run or not, but that's a pretty drastic one. Yeah, it's really, it feels like it's become exacerbated over the course of the summer, even though it's been a little bit of a more balanced offense. It feels like this is a team that's really pounced on the home run, whether it's from Upton's resurgence or what J.D. Martinez has done since his return from the DL or Victor Martinez rediscovering his power. Ian Kinsler's had a half dozen leadoff home runs in addition to, uh, you know, one of his best home run seasons since his prime years in Texas. Uh, it's, but it feels like at times the manufacturing offense, while it's been good in spurts, has not been consistent for them. And I felt like, you know, you, you can look at Sunday's game and you kind of, Got a, got a pretty good example there. It's a, you know, the, the Angels were able to turn um, you know, a bases loaded situation into three runs with back-to-back sacrifice flies and then a nice little uh, double down the line. They, they, didn't, they didn't really need to go for a long ball to, uh, to be able to capitalize. And the sacrifice flies, it feels like, is something that's, uh, that, that's kind of uh, gone by the wayside in the Tigers' offense. Not that it can't come back, it just it feels like this team lately has been home run reliant. They've been very Justin Upton reliant lately. We talked about this last week. We had that, that uh, two or three day uh, mental break and then came out on fire the, the first few days after that. And that, that continued on uh, last week. A 1.308 OPS, uh, four home runs, three doubles, 11 RBIs, all since that uh, you know, mini, uh, mini spell there. What do you make of that? 
I think it's a confidence surge. I think he feels a lot more assured in the way he's seeing the strike zone. I think he's seeing pitches better. And I think he has a pretty good idea now as we get later and later in the season what some of these pitchers are trying to do to him that early in the year, in some cases, he hadn't seen before. I think there really is something to this idea that when prominent players change leagues, that there's still an adjustment period despite any league play in terms of how teams are going to approach him and how individual pitchers are going to approach him. And it feels like he's had a little bit more of a abrupt of a transition than maybe some other players have because he spent so many years in, in the National League, probably. So, Beck, uh, September 1 is looming. That means September call-ups are looming. What is the plan for the Tigers in that area? Well, they're supposed to discuss it on Tuesday, Brad Osmus and Alavila. And so, supposedly, they don't have really uh, too many plans set. You know, there's usually the customary call-ups. You know, the third catcher is usually something you always see. John Hicks, who's a guy who they acquired from the Twins, I believe off waivers early in the year, who's really kind of done a, a nice, quiet, effective job at AAA Toledo, is a logical guy for that job. Uh, you know, Stephen Moy is a bat off the bench. You can imagine maybe there being some debate over that, but I would think he would get a call there. Dixon Machado being an extra shortstop, usually the type of player that they uh, call up at the end of each season. Uh, Buck Farmer, Blaine Hardy, some of these extra pitchers to, to deep in the bullpen makes a lot of sense. And then you get into the, some of the guys who are, are going to be interested in discussion points. Joe Jimenez is going to be a fascinating topic, I think, for a lot of people because he's there's been so much publicity around his quick rise through the Tigers system and him basically being the Tigers' closer of the future, maybe the not-too-distant future, depending on how he matures going forward. But at the same time, are you calling him, would they be calling him up for the right reasons? You know, Do you call him up as an extra pitcher? knowing he's not going to get a whole lot of work, but he can experience the, the big league routine? Or would you rather him rest the arm at this point and get ready for maybe the Arizona Fall League or instructional ball or something like that? Alvila um, had said early in the year, like right around the tread deadline, that they would prefer not to give him a call this season and to let him continue developing the minor leagues. But September's a little bit of a different scenario because – and the spots are there, so if you want him to, to get a little bit of experience and you want to regulate the situations you use him in, in, say, a 15-man bullpen as opposed to an 8-man bullpen or whatever, not 15, but you get, you get the idea, like a dozen-man bullpen, that you, know, you can kind of control the, the scenario under which you bring him into some big league situations. Uh, it's ironic because when you look at Francisco Rodriguez, Here's a guy who was a late season call up himself and ended up having a huge impact in O2 with the Angels. So there's certainly precedence, but it's got to be the right circumstance, I think. And I would imagine it's going to be a pretty heavy topic of discussion for Rossmans and the Vila. Well, they already made uh, one addition since we last spoke, not a September call, of course, but they did make that trade for Eric Ibar. And that leads me to wonder how are him and Justin Verlander getting along? 
Uh, I haven't heard anything about Verlander hitting him in the back or anything like that. So it seems like they've uh, they've mended fences at least for now. That's good to know. Good to know. I think uh, you know you become teammates. I think that uh, that eases all old wounds. But um, Verlander's been incredible. We talk about him all the time, it seems. But geez, he, he just keeps it rolling. Back uh, an ERA of two even uh, and a 176 average against going back to the beginning of July. And Osmus, I saw, made the point the other day where, you know, the, the Tigers aren't in contention without Verlander, and they're really not in contention without Verlander because it was his second half last year that, that compelled them to have the winter they had. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, interesting to, to say it at this point in the season. But, but yeah, I think it was true that you know, really having that guy you can count on at the top of the rotation made a huge difference for them in terms of, looking at whether to whether they would have to completely rebuild the rotation or whether they had some parts they felt like they could build around, notably at the top, and then just you know build the support uh, rotation from there with, with Zimmerman and, and with Pelfrey's twos and fours. Uh, it's really – I think what he's doing right now may be as impressive, if not more so, than what he was doing on the stretch last year. I don't know if his slider was as good – down the stretch last season as, as we've seen it in spots lately. And if he can keep that going, it's a devastating pitch, and it's a different look for veteran hitters who have seen Verlander for years. I know it's a guy who, you know, yeah, he's a no-hitter in Toronto basically on a lot of sliders, but this is different. This is sharper. This is a little bit stronger. But when you couple it with that bump in his velocity, it, it gives him a little bit of a different All right, there's the latest from Jason Beck. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extra, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.